Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hello there and welcome to the program. It is uh, March 10th and uh, it is uh, Tuesday and normally Susan joins us, but I, I, I wasn't sure if she would be joining us today and it appears she's she's not going to be able to and um, that is a direct result of uh, the coronavirus not that she has it not that my mother has it but uh, they are there in California where as I said it feels a lot more real there and uh, because both are over 60 (laughs) my mother uh, pushing 98 um, and getting increasingly nervous because she's a news junkie and uh, she figures if she gets on the airplane in two weeks which is when they were going to come back um, she's dead um, Susan did call in good Susan Sus. Hey, I was reading Good morning. Sorry, I was reading, and then I went, oh, it's seven. Oh, well, I'm glad you're in, because I thought, you know, I thought maybe you were working on getting you guys out of there and didn't want to be bothered with this, but... No, it, no it's, it's even worse than that. I, uh, it rained here last night, and I woke up to uh, the sound of rain in the living room again. <laughs> rain in the living room. That doesn't sound good. Rain in the living room. No, no. I've been I've been cleaning up since like five. Oh, for but anyways. Okay, but I I was I I didn't know if you would be calling in because I know you've got a you're scrambling to figure out a way to get back home. Um, you know, here in in Pittsburgh and in uh, since I've left California, the um, the level of concern is just nowhere near as real. There have been no cases reported thus far in Allegheny County. Of course, that will change, but it just I don't think it seems real to people here like it seemed to in California. And I, it, it's odd. It's just a different, um, it, I don't think it's hit home uh, here as much. Anyway, well, you know, people are still walking around and doing things, but there's a lot of concern. For example, we did go and uh, play duplicate bridge yesterday, which means going into a large room with, you know, several people. But um, they had the tables also, you know, several feet apart from each other. They had every day they uh, they sanitize everything, all the cards, all the everything you touch, and there was sanitizer actually they don't have sanitizers they were just little bottles of rubbing alcohol on every table of rubbing alcohol well yeah but the cards even if they sanitize the cards everyone at your table who's touching them you have to believe is is uh, you have to believe is yes but that's why everybody is has clean hands and uh it was very interesting to 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 see hmm. Some people are totally unaware, and some people are overly concerned. Um, but uh, I don't know. Some of our visitors are canceling, not coming to see us, which is good. Um, good. But, yeah, um, the, the people that I thought were going to come and take my car back home are, not. are reconsidering, and I, don't, and I don't blame them, you know. So right. Mom and I might just... Take a nice leisurely road trip home. Well, you'll be going, you know, having flown across the expanse, you would have to drive. There's next to no people. <laughs> this That's is right. it is just you know, you're talking desert and scrub and, and, and mountains and I I don't know. There's not a lot of human beings to come in contact with. No, but, no, no, I don't, I don't think, no, the work, no, we've just decided if that's what's going to happen. We're just going to enjoy ourselves and take great. a All right. easy road trip home. I'm not going to get, I just refuse to get freaked out by any of this. What will be, will be, so. Wow, good for you. <laughs> I'm a. Well, no, seriously, I mean, I think we all have to use a little common sense with our panic. We've We've had... 
these things sweep the nation before and sweep the world before they are not pleasant um part of what makes this one so scary is that in trying to get us to behave appropriately they have to make it clear how easily this stuff is spread that doesn't mean we're all going to die that doesn't mean you know much more than a large minority of us will die but some of us will die you know if you're healthy and you and you don't have any underlying conditions then try and be smart and stay well for the people around you who are not healthy uh-huh. that's i mean that's 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 it this isn't this well, isn't oh my god we're all going to die no. this is would you please behave responsibly all of us each of us well i think so that's that, but for see example what that's beyond a lot of what people. happened to no, what you no. just so said. The example of this, what happened in St. Louis, um, in my literally in my old backyard, is that some uh, you know it's a sort of attack of affluenza. Do you remember that affluenza? Oh yeah. So a wealthy young woman, a wealthy young woman who's on a, a study abroad in Italy, comes home a few days ago from Italy ill with suspected coronavirus. Uh, She calls the health department all responsibly. They tell her and her family to quarantine in place, you know, just stay there, which everybody does for about a day and a half. But like the second day, that night was the father-daughter dance of the Hotsi Totsi private school that the younger daughter attends. And the older daughter was an alumni of, and, uh, and they go to the uh, local Ritz Carlton, father and daughter. Okay, well, this is exactly my point. Right, okay. They were told to stay in quarantine in place and they go out. Yeah. Yeah. They go out because, heaven forbid, that little girl and that father should miss their father daughter dance. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, see, so I'm just that's saying, just, yeah. That is that, an example of bad behavior. But but let me tell you what happens. I feel sorry for those people. I mean, the first day, the the paper reports that story. The second day, the headline is fury at families who now now have an attorney and everybody's threatening to sue them. If anybody gets sick, I mean, they're clearly typhoid Mary. If anybody gets sick, loses wages, dies. Yeah. You know, people, all I'm going to say, just be smart. Don't be selfish. You know, if I was the herd behaves smartly. We'll all be fine. The herd rarely behaves smartly, Susan. That's that's all I'm saying. And the level of um, denial about this. I had a caller yesterday who said he felt that this was being hyped by uh, media. And we get the flu every year and all those kinds of, the same kind of arguments, frankly, that the president is tweeting. And I, that is such an incredible, um, I, I couldn't get that call out of my head all day and all night because, you know, there, the fact of the matter is Ireland has canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade. Now, is that over, is Ireland no, overreacting? Is Italy shutting down yeah i mean right so this is not the deep state trying to embarrass donald trump this is not obviously if everyone in the world is reacting all governments all then this is something different and people who are somehow resistant reluctant to acknowledge that they are right now living through something they've never lived through before. I want to quote somebody who actually was in the Trump administration, and I'm surprised because he sounds coherent, but he had been probably an acting, uh, he was a Homeland Security advisor at some point. I do not recognize his name. He has not been there for over two years. But this is what he says. And this is for people who are in denial. This virus is a threat because it is both highly infectious and lethal. And in this country, not enough people are being tested. 
and we have not gotten those tests up and running. So by the time cases are confirmed, there has already been significant community transmission. And he says this is like, it's akin to looking at a star. You look at a star and the light you are seeing was admitted, you know, was emitted, what, a billion years ago Millions or something. Millions of years ago, yes. right, right. But he says it's also like a fire that threatens to burn out of control. Um, it is one we can still contain and eventually extinguish, but we have to act now. And that is what I haven't seen from our governments in general. No. Um, and what everybody, all the epidemiologists you talk to and virus experts say, if we were wise about this, we would close everything down now, whether or not there was a suspected case. Close it down, and that way you contain. If you don't contain, then you end up mitigating, and if you don't mitigate very well, you end up with a hospital system totally overwhelmed and overloaded. And we're sort of flying in the dark because of the lack of testing. Um, people are still not being well, able other, to get sorry, tested. The other, the other piece that you're leaving out, Lynn, that, that, that makes it serious, but again, not to panic, just to understand, the thing that makes it serious is that this is a virus that nobody has any immunity to. That's right. It is a new strain, and that's what makes it so dangerous. Nobody has any immunity to it. When Usually when the flu comes along, there are some of us that just don't get the flu. You know, we just have natural immunities, and um, others get the flu. This is slightly more serious than the flu. It kills more people. But just about a ton of people are going to get it and just feel sick and then get better. That's, that's also the case. We don't want our kids running around terrified about this. They're going to get sick maybe, and then they'll get better, and their moms or dads might get sick, and then they'll get better. But those, there will be a few healthy people that die, and, but mostly the old and infirm are the people that are going to get hit by this. So if you love your, you know, you're elderly, and by that I mean Lynn Cullen and Susan Nutzel, we're elderly. You know, just try and wash your hands and contain spread. That's all. This isn't any major Be you smart. Know, thing. And, yeah, and, and, and here, I, um, I, I happened to watch the, did you watch the press conference uh, yesterday with, um, with Pence and the and Trump initially. Did you watch that thing? I I, I saw Pence talking, and I yeah. And I well, it was what happens when I see either one of them. I run for my life. Okay. No, I didn't. Well, it was interesting. It was interesting because, in many ways, and unsettling in many ways, uh, the president continues to clearly be overwhelmed and freaked out by this so that he who never likes anyone taking center stage from him came out and made a you know stupid meandering statement and then left and then left left you know pence to deal with it and i do want to say pence dealt with it pretty well as did the people around him who he called up to to talk but what was amazing is how often pence and the others who fear for their jobs under Trump literally could not utter a sentence of this has been done or this is what we're intending to do without inserting the words. I wrote them down because I kept hearing it over and over and over and wanted to remember it. Every other sentence. Our president has. Un here, well, close. Under the president's leadership. Nothing could be said about anything that's been done without crediting Trump over and over and over again. The very man who'd already cut and run because he no longer controls the narrative. And this is driving this guy crazy. He figured out long ago that an awful lot of Americans 
just want to be entertained, can't tell the difference between a news program and a reality show, can't tell the difference between a reality show and reality, he gets that. So he's been giving them a constant, you know, reality show. He can't do that anymore. All his no. tricks and are not working. It, They're not working. He is including, including his stock market tricks. That's right. None of it works. And the only way he can react is this is all happening to me, to me. The, the total lack of empathy, the inability uh, to be a leader. I mean, he was shaking hands at a, at a greeting people at an airport the day before yesterday, or maybe it was yesterday. The president should not be seen. Good. Shake. Yeah, right. He was also, as we know, on an airplane with somebody who now is self-quarantining, this repulsive Matt Gates or whatever his name is, who, um, right, 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 right. who ended up... the hand. But he, Gates, is the one who show, showed up on the House floor uh, mocking the reaction to the coronavirus as overheated by wearing like a huge uh, gas mask. I don't know if you ever saw that picture. Right. And now he... And then he, a constituent of his dies. Yes, and, and then a constituent of, of his <laughs> dies. Ha, ha, ha. It's very funny, right? So these people are, they're freaking out. And, um, and I want to say don't, that... But don't you just enjoy? Don't you? I'm sorry. I'm not I enjoying get, any I of this. I do get some... No, I do. Just the thought of what happened at CPAC. No. Um, you know, where they're discussing, where they are discussing. You don't know about this at a CPAC? Where of they course are I know about it. I'm saying I know, but I don't find it funny. Well, I find it comatic. Well, that it is, but uh, I just, I, I, um, I guess it's karmic, isn't it? Um, I, I just, you know, if you refuse to believe that something is true, if you preach it's a hoax, and then you find out that the uh, that a, that uh, someone infected uh, more than people, more than one person infected was at that conference, I yeah, you know, I find this very interesting to see, you know, wh whether we listen to what they say or listen to what they do. Well, the the press was asking a legitimate question. Uh, they asked. Uh, Pence, if he had been tested, since he, I guess, you know, since people now that but these guys, have. has the president been tested? I don't know, he says. Have you been tested? No. Um, and they, I have to say, the press that was at this briefing were asking all the right questions. And for, I am so sick and tired of people jumping on media. In this case, kill the messenger because you're freaked out about the reality they're reporting. Uh, they were asking pointedly. Um, and I think Fauci was at the uh, microphone at the time, who, who knows this stuff, uh, you know, up, he down. And, yeah, about, he's right. just incredibly uh, good. And he was asked point blank, would you, um, do you think that uh, political rallies should be held, given that we're being told to stay oh, of at course not. Of course not. That's the answer. Even Fauci started like, well, uh, if it's in a, an area where we do have confirmed cases, I think that is uh, up for, you know, certainly blah, blah, blah. And even he got a little wobbly. And even though he then started veering into, you know, it would be obviously wiser, not... Pence, who's standing behind him, practically starts twitching, going apoplectic, um, and tries to interrupt him at one point. So these guys, despite themselves, just cannot. Um, I th I really think Biden and Sanders should stop rallies. Why would you put people, ask people to come to an event in which they will be uh, cheek to jowl with strangers when there is 
this virus making its way throughout the country and we're trying to contain it. And it is the inability of the political leadership, um, in this case all three of the old white men who are still in the running, to do something like that and show leadership rather than concern about their own personal uh, political fortunes that uh, has me uh, thinking this is not going to be good here. We are not, we do not have, uh, we do not have the leadership we need in place and we do not have uh, a public that believes anything anymore. That creates That's right. danger, great danger now. Uh, I... It is. It's just beyond me. You know what occurred to me? Uh, I hadn't thought about it, but uh, pandemic and panic both. Well, they're the same thing. They're the same root. Well, it's the same root. It's the it's the same root. And so it is not unusual that a pandemic would create panic, because what pan a pandemic is is the uh, fact that a virus, a pathogen of some sort, has circumnavigated the globe, and in this case, a pathogen, as you said, that we don't know how to combat. Well, we have no natural resistance to it, for one, and we have no treatment for it for another. And by the way, we were very close to a coronavirus um, vaccine, and the funding was pulled. This was a few years ago. I mean, if you follow these stories over and over again, it's not all governmental. You know, a lot of it is is capitalism. Oh yeah, and I've got a I've got a lot of things I want to talk about that because our rapacious capitalist system here is uh, going to be exposed for uh, what it is as well. Uh, in European countries, people have a safety net. They are not, uh, if they're sick, they can stay home and get and know they'll be paid. And they, and they, they have child care available for their children. None of those things are in this country because we fear socialism, I guess. We fear caring for our people. No, I mean, this is a real issue. If we have to lock people up, if we have to say stay home, and, and there are people that will have no money, That's no right. food. They can't. And we will have, as you say, no system in place to support these folks who make their living, spend their money currently to feed themselves and to keep the roof over their head. So if you if you keep them from the ability to do that and you know and keep current, they won't. That they they'll have no food, they'll have no place to be. This is not. Um, this is where the infrastructure comes in. This is where your government knowing what's happening and having system in, systems in place is all about. This, in fact, is why you want. A good and stable government. <laughs> well, Suze, guess this what? Is this is point. where the so-called deep state that is now a reality in the heads of millions and millions and millions of Americans, even ones who didn't vote for Trump, somehow this sinister deep state. This is where the deep state either functions and saves your ass or fails because it's been gutted and we have had a gutted maligned government because it is run by republicans who don't believe in government and nothing is scarier who wants you to that, think who, who wants you to think that the american citizens who are your neighbors who are working in the government turn into ogres and miscreants and and uh, communists when they go to work for the government. This sowing, no, this you know. sowing of mistrust in our institutions is going to factor in to the death toll here. 
as is our rapacious capitalism, as is our, our dearth of political leadership, as is our, uh, our tattered social safety net. This country is in for a big shock, I think. And I hope we learn from it. I hope too many don't have to die to uh, prove the point. But um, I am just stunned at uh, the average person's uh, nonchalance about this. Wow. Really, wow. Um, yeah, well, the deep I, yeah, state. I'm, we need I'm the deep state now to save us. To be calm, to be calm and use our common sense. And and I really think that all of us, as much as we can, should be practicing social distancing now. I do we, too. You you really, yeah. I mean, and it, to the extent that you, I'm not telling you to quarantine before you have to quarantine, but I'm telling you not to be out and about and going to busy things. And we should start doing um, now all by ourselves. Right. You know, the smart now. thing is to do now. So don't go to the movies. Don't go to big dance concerts. Don't go to political rallies. Yeah. Don't go where there are going to be a large number yeah. of people. When you go to the grocery store, do get what you need. Try not to clear the shelves because other people need to do it too. And if we just keep being real, we'll be fine. For example, when we're quarantined, we already have in place because the grocery stores are smart. They deliver. If we all stayed home and let them deliver, they'd be safer and we'd be safer. Well, all of this is uh, is true. I mean, I, you know, I so just if we if we could just try and use our um, Susan, about how not only to make yourself safe, but how to make those around you safe. But Susan, we'll all come through this. I know, time. but listen, yeah. I appreciate your um, you know uh, trying to maintain uh, you know calm. But we are living in a country that has clearly exhibited that it is an unserious country and it is not the kind of country that rises to uh, a challenge. I don't see it. I have not seen enough of it. It's a country that elected Donald Trump and a Republican Senate, for God's sakes. That's not a country well, that's thinking. people that think they did the right thing. <laughs> okay, Beth, you know, okay. Listen, on a bright on a bright side, we've given we've given back a ton of the filthy lucre uh, that the market shouldn't have had in the first place. And I know that I don't speak for everyone when I say this, but I feel much better. <laughs> I thought that market was too high to begin with. I thought it was all the result of the worst rapacious of our capitalism that was making it go up. Rapacious capitalism. I it was. And and shouldn't have been that high. And frankly, I'm happy to see it go down a little bit lower. It's a back. It's coming back up today. Not as not. It's not making it all back up, but it's making some back up. But I'm here to tell you that you know the fact that there's those oligarchs are doing so well is not so great for us. The fact that those of us that are lucky to have money in the stock market. That's not so great for us if it's just going up on hot air. Well, look, the two things we people... We want our stuff Susan, to be tied to some sort of reality. The two things yes. that people care about are their own health their own and, and, and the and health their of their yes. family and loved ones and money. <laughs> and both of these are under threat at the moment for an awful lot of people in the entire world and this is not a regular moment i need to get that through some people's heads because there's a lot of denial can i get into a um a uh, email here that beth sent in finding our federal response or lack thereof very scary i'm shocked that no one from the house or senate has asked that our tax day of April 15th be changed to later in the year. Since there is so much that we do not know about this virus other than it is highly contagious, one would think that tax day would spread it even further for those who do not e-file. 
I have to say cheers to the people who are speaking the truth at the CDC. Also, I would bet when Trump was at the CDC the other day, I noticed he was wearing his, yes, his golfing outfit. Five bucks says he went up to the road, road uh, up the road to, uh, to the Augusta National to play golf. I don't know if he did, but this weekend, when this country was facing all this, this weekend, he was at Mar-a-Lago raising money for his campaign, glad-handing, um, throwing parties, and golfing. That's the leadership of this man. It's just beyond comprehension. By the way, in regard to the tax thing, I heard somebody arguing uh, sort of the opposite <laughs> uh, yesterday, which was that if they do the payroll tax relief, it won't be quick enough. People need the relief now, now, so that they now, could stay right. home if they get sick. Um, and one way to get the relief now would actually be to expedite the, uh, the checks coming from the IRS. The tax refunds, the tax refunds. That's right. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't see postponing tax day. I don't think everybody's out in crowds because it's tax day. Um, you've either, you've, you're, you're either sitting in front of your own computer or your own desk with your pencil, however you do it, or you have sent or emailed the stuff to an accountant who's emailing it back to you, and then you're dropping it at the post office or you're e-filing. So... I don't, I mean, you can do your taxes in total social isolation. And in fact, the country needs the money more now, not, you know, less now. The country needs it as well as the people in order to get it to people faster. So, no, I don't think tax day and moving it has anything to do with anything. I think one of the more interesting uh, uh, reactions to the coronavirus as a, as a fan of Jeopardy is that... Uh, Jeopardy is now uh, has gotten rid of its audience. They have uh, pared down uh, the the production so that only people who need to be in the studio are there, and it makes perfect sense. They want to protect Alex Trebek, who is old, absolutely, and who immune. is immune, immunosuppressed, immunosuppressed because of uh, his cancer treatments. And uh, so they've gotten rid of that. And Johnny Gilbert, Susan, who always says, you know, this is Jeopardy. Do you, Jeopardy. Know, do you know how old he is? I was stunned. 104. Close. He's 95. Yeah. He's 95. And so he's very high risk. So between trying well, to save, as our mother would say, Bastion. Yeah, right. <laughs> trying to safeguard uh, Trebek and Johnny Gilbert, they've gotten rid of the uh, audience, and uh, they've done the same at Wheel of Fortune, because Vanna and uh, what's his name are also over sixty, and frankly, they don't want their audience there either. Pat Sajak. Oh, that's right. So, so uh, they just decided. There's a just sidestep. Can you imagine being Vanna White and managing to have start out as a young woman in evening gowns and end up an old woman in evening, evening gowns, gowns, doing nothing. That, you know. Yeah. Doing nothing but making a really good living. Smiling at people, right? You know, and holding her arms up. I just think, you know, wow. she's lucky. Yeah, no, How did it, that happen? I think she would. <laughs> I think she would agree. She's uh, she's lucky. There was a um, Sajak had some uh, uh, surgery uh, earlier this year, and um, for some reason they had, you know, it was unexpected, and so they actually had to continue producing the show without him. And they'd never done that before. He's always been the guy at the helm. So they decided that Vanna, since she's, God knows, sat through or stood through. Down um, there every day. Wouldn't be able to do it. So she stepped in. I watched one show with her on it. 
it was the most excruciating. I so felt for her. Um, she has no ability to do that job. You could have pulled someone off the street and they would have done better. It was just, actually what she did, I'm sure right. say jacket. do that cute little repartee. No, right? not at all. Yeah. And not at all. It's not in her, not, no. So I, I'm sure Pat Sajak sitting at home watching it was thinking, geez, I hope she doesn't kill the show, but man, is she making me look like gold. Well, you're right. She, she, now, she, made, she made it clear to people that what he did is not easy. Talent. Yeah, is not easy. So, and it's not. The ability to do a show like that requires obvious skills, and she doesn't have them. I mean, not even, <laughs> not even a hint. No, but what the skill that she did have? Well, that's what makes it so interesting. The skill that she did have was projecting a warm and yeah. and um, inviting and pleasant personality through that television set to the watchers so that they uh, they made her into whoever they wanted her to be, but they liked her. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's her talent. Yeah. Lynn uh, writes, Lynn writes... I love that you mentioned the passing of Max von Sydow uh, yesterday. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, she says, I took a few friends to movie night at Kent State 30 years ago <laughs> to see The Seventh Seal, which I had already seen twice. After it was over, I asked them, what would you think? My best friend said, I will never go to another movie that you recommend. <laughs> because those Bergman films, I mean, they're not like a Hollywood movie. They are, whoa. And that one, and, and as Lynn says, she says, I'm sure you understand, it is ironic that he died this week because the movie's backdrop is uh, during the Black Plague that was killing everybody. Uh -huh. Uh, the Seventh Seal. Oh, it was, it, it's an amazing movie, but yeah, it's not every everybody's uh, taste, and it's all I could think of. I have to say, I I was frequently heard to mutter that to my husband <laughs> after he dragged me. <laughs> I, you know what? If you sort of those movies are brilliant. They are brilliant. I know they're not our usual cup of tea, but they are brilliant. Seventh Seal is extraordinary. Anyway, oh, no, and no, those I didn't mind. The ones I minded were the ones like that one. The what was it? The baker, the butcher, the baker, the something, the thief. Um, and it was just, you know. know, it was just a piece of high class uh, uh, male fantasy erotica. They don't you know, know it. That, used to, that that would pass as an as an art film, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and well, those were the ones that used to get me. I would just I would just look at them and go, I'm not fooled. Yeah, you're just <laughs> this is like porn to you. Don't dress it up as art, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't know. The, I don't know. Male fantasy flicks. Yeah. Anyway, but all um, right. Well. But, you know, I suppose most people know him. Americans know him from all the American films he did, which. Generally, I, I don't think of him in American films, but there were tons of them, um, including Star Wars, right? Including Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. He often played right, sinister. He was frequently the scary guy. Yeah, yeah he, was he was a scary, scary guy. guy. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, God. What, what else? What else we got here? Um, yeah, he, oh God, you know, it had escaped me that, uh, yeah, Seventh Seal was the plague, the plague. Um, well, and that I, is, I mean, this, this isn't as deadly as that, um, but, you know, we should take it seriously. Yeah. It is going to be a plague. It's not going to kill that many people, but it's going to be a plague. It's going to kill me, so, so I'm a little uh, concerned. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I am going to, and I don't want I people saying, saying I'm nuts, but I am going to be excessively cautious. 
I have to have a dinner tonight with some people. And after that, that's it. I ain't, I'm not mixing anymore. I'm not. Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I do think if we all just stayed pat for a while, we would get this over with very quickly. I mean, you say, you know, I mean, Wuhan is coming out of it because they locked down. You know, it, it runs its course and then it disappears. So. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Um, no, I, what I'm worried about, if you really know what I'm worried about, I'm, I'm thinking that we this might be sort of mild here this right now just because of where we are in the weather cycle. And that like the flu, it might very well disappear in the warmer months. But then it's just it's just lurking. It'll just come roaring back in the fall. But that gives us a little time to be prepared. That's right. Um, that's right. And I mean, people, they're working overtime in labs trying to find, uh, you know, the drug yeah. that, can, that can get this. Um, uh, so one thing I, I, I just wanted to... Uh, give a heads up about if you're uh, sort of staying in more you might find yourself uh, watching more television and I do have uh, something that I am eagerly looking forward to uh, for one thing it's written by uh, a guy who I think pr uh, created one of the most extraordinary uh, television series of all time The Wire and uh, that is David Simon and uh, his latest is he has taken Philip Roth's novel, The Plot Against America, and has made it into a six-part uh, series. And th it's going to be airing on HBO. What's this on? What? The Plot? HBO? Yeah, on HBO, okay. um, starting, I think, okay. um, mid-March. I'm, I'm not getting the exact date. Um, and I thought that book, when I read it, it came out in 2004, I thought that book was extraordinary. And the book is about, it reimagines a different history happening um, when uh, Charles Lindbergh, um, Charles Lindbergh ends up being a successful candidate for president. Uh, understandable, he's a great hero, right? And he runs against FDR in the 1940 election, and he, he wins. So that is the... Okay, well, yeah, right. And it shows, and of course, I mean, you're, a you're, lot... You're saying Lindbergh is... Yeah, Lindbergh's really not a great hero, but go ahead, yes. No, Susan, I'm saying he he was a hero to Americans because of his, because of his air, his flight... Um, yes, he was. He, he was, was a hero. Yeah, so then, example. to take that, and it, it yeah. and it, and the fact is, he was yeah a neo-fascist too. But most people didn't know that. And then he takes that in the book and becomes a successful candidate, and runs against FDR, and beats him, and allies with uh, Hitler. And so you Hitler. get. Yeah. yeah, so you get a whole different reality. So it's called The Plot Against America, and if you you read it now, it's almost, <laughs> I hate to say it, it's scary. Prophetic. Yeah, it looks like frighteningly prophetic. But this, I think, will really be good. I'm just, is, is the caller still there? We, we, we have a caller. I just want you guys to see it, because I... Better yet, read the book. I mean, there's nothing better. The Plot Against America. Hi, caller. Hey, Lynn. It's Mike in D.C. Hi, Hi. Susan. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, the virus right now, COVID-19, isn't killing that many people yet. Viruses mutate. And right now it isn't killing 50% of the population. But if you do the math, right, and they're predicting 60% of the world's population will get this. And 3% of that 60% die. That's a lot of people and way more wow. than the common flu. Yeah. So the only, the only tool we have to fight this is social distancing. There's no, there's no vaccine yet, or there maybe could have been, but it's the only tool we have to fight this is social distancing. And anybody who doesn't just do that naturally, I'm sorry. It's 
you know, what do you think is going to happen? And, and, and what I want to get out is that just because your local media says, and there's no cases yet here, I can assure you, there are cases that here. That we know that, of. Yeah, there are cases here, and all it'll be all over the place. We don't have a clue the extent of this at this point. And you can, tra- and you can transmit, transmit the virus before you have symptoms. Right. I ain't no right. scientist, but if you can walk around for a day before you're even coughing, giving it to other people, um, yeah, people in Pittsburgh do have it. People in Virginia do have it. Right, right. An abundance of yep. caution, I, I, and I am going to take it. I might even end up not doing the show. I, you know, whatever. I'm going <laughs> to... Why don't you use this as an opportunity to learn how to do it from home? I, yeah, I think so, have... too. Well, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to be just in your pajamas right now? Yeah, I would. Sitting well, at I your coffee you. table. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Or I could just... Somewhat like I am. Yeah. But, <laughs> and me. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, well, but I got an excuse. It's not even 8 a.m. here. But, you know, call my son. He'll show you how. Well... Welcome to the 21st century. Yeah, tell me about it. But I'm, you know, I am incapable of, of this. But if we Steve can... If we can do that. And if it doesn't work... If it doesn't work the first time, you'll try again on Tuesday. And if it doesn't work on Tuesday, you'll try again on Wednesday. You are, even even though you're Lynn Cullen, you're capable of learning, right? Uh, less so than I used to be. I, and, and, and when it comes to this kind yeah, but I mean, I don't have to set, somebody's going to have to set it up for me. And then, sure, I can... Right. I can babble from yeah. my house as well as I can babble from uh, anywhere else. Um don't, if don't Susan and I are calling in, in, you can call in. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. right. And, and it, it, we, you can call in. And by the way, there is such a thing where you can invite a knowledgeable person, such as my son, onto your own home computer, and he can do it for you. All right. Well... <laughs> So I'm which of you him. believe that's if either a, of you... That's a, that's a for example, yes. Which what? <laughs> which of you believe that Trump has not had the COVID-19 test yet? Do either of you believe that? I believe... Because I think that's the biggest crap I've ever heard. Yeah, he... Uh, you... Oh, I think he's a germaphobe and he's terrified and he's being tested every hour on the hour. Right. See, he'll get the test. And he's one of the only people being tested. Yeah. Somehow they'll well, he's make got sure all the he's test tested. Kits. That's where they are. <laughs> he's hoarding all the kits. Every time he shakes somebody's hands, he's he's being tested. Trust my word on that. He should and stop even if he didn't shaking. Be, even if he said, I'm a he man, I don't need this, which is what they're trying to apply, his surgeon general, his physician would say, No, sir. For abundance of cautious, we need to take this test right now. Yeah. Well, you know what? If I can't People believe the Secret suckers. Service is allowing him out in public. Well, Not they don't have a choice. <laughs> the Secret Service doesn't really have a choice on what the president can and cannot do. I know. They make recommendations. Do you remember that? Do you remember when Obama had to give up his cell phone? Oh, please. He didn't have to. He followed the advice of the Secret Service. That's totally different than having to. Nobody can tell the commander-in-chief you can't shake hands. They can say, sir, if you shake well, hands, this yeah, could the, happen. The difference was is Obama viewed that kind of recommendation as a, well, I don't want to do it, but that's what I have to do. Right. He and really Trump didn't want to do it. stamps his little foot and says, no. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, you know, what? <laughs> right. What what I had, you know, and that's, the thing that's is, a, that's one that recognizes the rule of law and one that doesn't. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> let us remember common sense. Let us remember that the generian, you shouldn't be shaking people's hands. Let us no. remember. Okay, okay. Um, let us remember too that Trump is a guy who has all through his life been able to escape responsibility for everything. Right. He's, in fact, gotten rewarded over and over again. 
lying, cheating, stealing. It doesn't matter. But I, it's worked for him, obviously. He's ended up... Uh, it worked for him, right. Yeah. And do you think this is going to be... Do you yeah, think this the, is going to beat that streak? Yes, because he's finally doing battle with something he can't bully, a virus. In which he didn't create. All of his other dramas he created, mostly. He does not have he control this of this. The virus has upstaged him, and he cannot control it. So none of his tricks no, and work. It's, it's killing his stock market, and it might kill him. <coughs> it might she kill. She yeah, it might kill Bernie. It, listen, it, it might kill Bernie Sanders too. It might kill Bernie Sanders. It might kill Joe Biden. They are highly, highly in the high risk group, and we could end up. We could end up going into November with uh, two dead uh, choices. I mean, seriously. Is that why think Pete Buttigieg just paused his campaign and didn't quit altogether? I don't know. I don't know. You tell and me. Who do you think? Who do you think Biden's going to pick for his um, his running mate? I'm I'm thinking Kamala Harris, but um, yeah. But I I I wish it would be Elizabeth Warren to to. Uh, no way. Okay, fine. But Kamala Harris would be my bet. But I don't know. And because she's not, because she's young in 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 terms of the other runners. That's what they have to do. They have to pick who can outlast me if I get this thing. And everybody who's going to be voting is going to think that there can't be two octogenarians on the same ticket. Oh, no, hell no. no. That, that's why I'm no. thinking it's either, it's either, uh, it's either Harris or, uh, or Stacey Abrams. Well, because I, I think he's going to want, I think he's going to want a woman. I think she should be of color and uh, she should be young. Ideally. So you check off all three boxes. But with Harris, you at least get somebody who's been in the fray. Abrams has not. I'm experienced. Yeah. So, I, because, and he could all, I mean, because it, he could die in office. You want somebody who's got a... And I hate to say this. I hate to say this being a guy, but she's also pretty. Yes, that helps too. Yeah. Do I have a caller? You know what, Mike? I've got another caller and I want to get I'm still him. on. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ushering you... Nice talking to you. Nice yes, talk. I hope you live through okay. this. Yes, I hope you yeah, live you through it too. Out. Goodbye. Goodbye. I hope you Bye. live through this. Yeah, just don't shake hands, hug me, anything. Just give me a night, you know, whatever. Caller, you there? Hello, this is Jeff down in uh, Greene County. Hi. Uh, you're talking about the coronavirus and everything. Uh, my dad has been sick for like the past three weeks and been having problems breathing. He got We took him to the um, ER last week, and uh, the doctor there said, they are not allowed, they do not have any equipment to uh, test for coronavirus and they're not allowed to diagnose it and then uh, they thought he might just be getting some kind of virus and they gave him a breathing treatment and a, and a steroid shot and nasal spray to help it uh, you know get him mm -hmm. unblocked and it was working for a while and then just yesterday we had to Take him back to the ER. He was he was short of breath and everything, and he's got pneumonia now. And also, the doctor there said uh, they don't have anything to test. Uh, they can't diagnose it. Plus, they were like filled to the brim with flu cases. So I'm kind of wondering if some wow. of the flu cases were maybe coronavirus. Who knows? But it's it's they we don't know. We will be the, we do not know. Yeah. We are flying we blind. Is your yeah. father is your father yeah. in Greene County? No, he's down in uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. Okay. He is, he's at uh, Ruby Memorial, and we had good grief. We had to wait like eleven hours just for him to get a room because they are packed to the gills. If right they, now, if they're packed to the gills right now, they are incapable of handling yeah. what's coming their way. Yeah, it's really bad right now, and it's going to get worse. So, 
Well, thanks for that dose of reality. And you know what? I hope I hope your dad's yeah. okay. I hope your dad's um, okay. I hope he's okay, too. He's 80, and I'm really worried about him. So. I understand. Uh, Hang in there, okay, and well, good luck. That's what good. I wanted to say. Yeah, okay, okay thanks. Thank you so response. much, Jeff. Okay. Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Well? Yeah, well, I, you know, I was hearing that from, you know, um, people in Wisconsin that the that uh the hospital, the main hospital in Green Bay is is packed to the gills with what they you know, our true thing and I'm sure that it probably is basically just flu. It's been a really bad flu season. And I think they know if they're looking at influenza versus something else. Um, but what's happening, Susan, uh, is and there's a there's a piece in the New York Times it's today it's about a woman. Susan is mixing in. Right. We don't know. So people show up at an ER and they cannot be tested for the coronavirus. So what happens is they'll test for the flu. And if that comes back negative, which it did um, for like this, the woman whose piece I I read, they tell her, I mean, depending on what doctor she gets, it, you're, it's okay, or you need to quarantine yourself immediately. With, because the assumption then is she's got it, even though we don't it have a clue. Right. And they're, Right. We know what you don't have, therefore you probably have coronavirus. Right. That was in New York City. There is, there are, hospitals are absolutely ill-equipped also our hospitals and the system, the way they work, they are not set up to deal with any kind of, uh, uh, of uh, outbreak like this. They don't have the beds. They don't have the staff. They don't have the masks. They don't have enough ventilators. So it's, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to be the you know, the person who's talking uh, reality. But we're heading into something pretty... It's well, going to... Th- it's going to throw them... It's, again. it's just going to show gonna how again. bad our health care system is, how bad our just general infrastructure is, how crippled our government has become... And the fact that the population doesn't believe what they're being told because they've been taught to be suspicious of and disbelieving of and everything that they don't want to hear is just a hoax. This does not bode well for this specific emergency. It bodes ill. No, but it doesn't change the basic fact that we all, we each have within us the power to, to the first line of defense against this big bad monster virus happens to be just washing your hands and not touching your face and social distancing. So do that. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth, and stay eight feet away from everybody. Don't hug people. Don't shake hands. Um, you know, you can be very pleasant, stand far away, and 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 just be smart. If we if we each do that, we will contain this quicker. Susan, and make it less yeah, deadly. It's well. all in our power. Let's do it. <laughs> well, you sound like it's a cheer- so simple. Really, it's so simple. No, it's not because the factor here is human nature. And um, I don't know. You know, every yesterday I, I, I bought a few things and I was, you know, I paid with my credit card. And in some instances, they take your card. And I was thinking as he handed it back to me, oh, geez. <laughs> He's touched my card. Now I'm touching my card. Everything seems like, uh, you know, the angel of death to me now. So that's where my head is, and I'm, um, yeah, whatever. Well, 
carry some wipes with you. You should be disinfecting your phone quite regularly. I'm, you know, I am the bottom of your purse. You know, I'm anything. Doing, I wouldn't be carrying a purse out in public anymore. I would be using pockets because women, you put your purses down on the floor, on surfaces, everywhere, and then you bring that into the house. So stop with your purse. Just put a credit card in your license and some money in your pocket. Forget about the goddamn lipstick and go. <laughs> All right. Susan has spoken and we're out of time. Forget about okay. the goddamn lipstick and go. Okay? <laughs> Susan, good advice. I thank you very much. And uh, Everybody be well. Um, you know, we're, we're all in this together, guys. Let's, let's try and use our common sense. Be calm. Wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just want to say a lot of people wrote in and said, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover is the film. And that starred Helen Mirren. <laughs> okay? And they liked it. Well, not, not in any really major sense. <laughs> I'm out of here. All right. Maybe you did. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.